0: Welcome to the Now Not Yet podcast, where we deconstruct and reconstruct all things relating to faith and culture. My name is Clark Abbott, and I'm hanging out with a couple of my really good friends. I've got in front of me Janati Vitorski, our resident theologian. And then I've got to my right, Dave Krukovets. and he is actually going to start us off this evening because we want to talk a little bit about who we are, why we're here, right?
1: Yeah. You know, why this podcast versus another podcast, because there's a lot of podcasts out there. So Yeah, I feel like we're kind of, not that we're late on the podcast train, but there's like so many good podcasts already, and we just... We kind of the three of us. We've been having conversations in church and life, meeting together. And this is we're just like you know, let's let's start a podcast. Let's put our thoughts into an audio format and share what we have to share. Share our conversations um, and just take part in the podcast world. Right, and challenge ourselves
0: to dig deeper because sometimes we'll talk about things and then you know, like we'll be like, "What does that really mean?" or you know, I got to read up on that. Let me get back to you, right? Yeah, so, I think
2: I think three of us have an organic connection, right? Yeah, so,
0: absolutely. Yeah, when we get together, yeah. it's a good hang. We usually go into the AM, you know, and we, end up ordering we like can four talk more books, all night talk about all night. anything. Yeah. Right, exactly. And one of our favorite topics is really this topic of faith and yeah. culture. I mean, that really, those are two things that matter to us and probably matter to a lot of you that are tuning in. Yeah. It's something that we've agonized for a very long time. <laughs> that's a good yeah, word for it. Yeah,
2: exactly. We've talked about it. We've asked a very difficult question. So that's why we're ultimately here. It's an organic thing that happened over many, many years. And we finally
0: decided to, you know what, Let's let's start talking about this. Right, right. And it's a conversation, too, that it's been cool to have with each other. But whenever we have the opportunity and other people are hanging out, it's like the conversation is always good and it's always interesting and there's always good questions being asked. So this is kind of like a conversation amongst ourselves, but also with everyone else. We want this to be a format where you, the listener you know, send us a message, ask us questions so we can discuss them here on this podcast. So we're really, Janata, you put it as a journey. We're on this journey together to better understand our world through the lens of the gospel and also to do like we said, we're going to deconstruct and reconstruct faith and culture. So a little bit about ourselves. I'm actually going to let my man, Dave kick it off and he's just going to kind of fill us in. Dave, tell us, who are you? Tell us a little about yourself.
1: Yeah. So I'm 26. I was born and raised in Philly, but I was really raised up in the church and it was the church that, a Slavic church that formed me, shaped me, um, and really set me on my journey in life. Um, my parents were immigrants from USSR, Soviet Union, and they they ran from from that country in search of religious freedom, which they found in America. And just being part of their journey and growing up in this community of not just my family ran away, but a community of where a group of people ran away, um, and then ultimately my after high school, I was led abroad to Bible college at Hillsong, which was kind of the big shift in my life, which had a lot of questions, doubts, concerns, just where I really struggled and wrestled through theology and the Bible and God and where I found answers. And it was just kind of the catalyst for my spiritual um, journey with Christ. And just in general, I'm really excited for this podcast. We've, like we said, we've been talking about many things just over the years and just excited to share my heart, my perspective, my life's journey with, with God and all this.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And we're, we're excited to hear your thoughts because again, in our discussions, it's always good when you weigh in and another person who always has great ideas when he weighs in my man, Janati Vatorsky. Tell us about yourself, man.
2: Well, hello, uh, Janati Vitorsky. I'm 35, married, have three beautiful kids. Uh, I was born in a country in Eastern Europe called Belarus. Uh, I was uh, the second of five kids. Um, and what's interesting, uh, Belarus at that time was not called Belarus. It was called USSR. It was a communist uh, socialist country. We fled the this the country in 89 my parents applied for asylum actually my my grandparents applied for asylum in 1978 i believe and we finally got out in 1989 so 11 years we had to wait and it all happened overnight we got a knock on a door and we pretty much just you know left everything and uh, it was an underground railroad that led us to Rome, Italy, where we stayed for several months during the summer where at the embassy, where they translated all our paperwork and converted everything into English. And we ended up in the United States and in Philadelphia, practically raised in Philly, similar situation to David. David is actually my cousin, my little cousin. So Uh, his, uh, his mom and his mom and my mom are sisters. So, so, uh, and he grew up in my, you know, in front of me, and and uh, but anyway, so I grew up in in, in, a, in a Slavic church, and Slavic simply is a, is a term for all countries that are USSR, Russia, Belarus, Ukraine, uh, that sort of thing. But I grew up in a in a Pentecostal church. All right. So it's an evangelical church, but over the last uh, several years, I'd say over a a decade or so, I've been reading almost exclusively reformed theology. I found their theology uh, very enticing. However, I am in a Pentecostal seminary, Assemblies of God Theological Seminary, seminary working on an MDiv degree, and uh, so I have definitely pers- you know the, the the perspective of the Reformed, and I've sat in Reformed theolo—I mean uh, schools, I've listened to Reformed theology, and and uh, I've taken courses, I've met the president of universities, I've met professors. I mean, so I feel like I do have a a, a very good understanding of on the you know Reformed theology. And also on evangelical theology or Pentecostal theology. So, I'm going to bring that perspective uh, to to our discussion. I do anesthesia on the side, that is what I do. Uh, I'm I'm an anesthetist. So, and uh, I'm here because I've again, (laughs) I've agonized, uh, I've struggled to understand how, how culture and how Bible and culture are, are related. So, so I, and I want us to all take that journey together and we're going to, you know, there's so much beautiful things we're going to talk about.
0: Right. What are, what would you say are some of the Topics that you're most excited to discuss on a podcast. my absolute. You should know by now. My absolute. I know. I know. <laughs> but what about for our listeners?
2: So my absolute favorite topic in the world is is the canon of of of, of scripture. So I love talking about the Bible and specifically the canon or behind the scenes of how we got the Bible and the translations and the manuscript evidence and, and all that's everything relating to the Canon. I absolutely love that's my ultimate favorite, And my, my second favorite has to be eschatology. So I'm,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to mm-hmm. ask you what the canon is here yeah. and now, because yeah. I, <laughs> this dude will be off to the races, man. So, and it's going to be a great episode. Dave, what about you? I didn't ask you this question, but what are you, what
1: topic are you most excited to talk about? I mean, I definitely love eschatology. And I think that's a big part of how we view things and how we view the Bible. But I'm just excited to tackle topics and do, do them justice, not just... Read a few things and just share opinions, but accurately and precisely navigate through these topics, uh, uh, like in light of the gospel. That's what I'm just having the right view biblically.
0: Right. And before we talk about that big fancy term eschatology, which actually ties into why we're called the now, not yet, I need to introduce myself. I'm Clark Abbott. I'm the other voice on the podcast here and I am gonna be 36 in a month man you crazy I know <laughs> crazy I'm older by a month <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: turning wait you're turning 36 April 13th April I'm an, I'm, I'm a July 4th
0: baby oh July 4th okay yeah. oh so I few okay a couple months yeah but anyway that's you know whatever but basically yeah my perspective that I'm bringing is I I'm not uh from a Slavic country, but I have married into the Slavic community and it's been one of the biggest blessings and gifts from God, my wife, Liana, and then just being a part of this church and being with you guys right here, right now. I can't help but use some of those phrases and think of our title, but (laughs) now not yet, but yeah, being here right now in this moment, it's just a testimony to God's grace in my life, so... And as you have brought up before, I studied pop culture at Berkeley and my perspective is definitely shaped by that and how things that we will discuss are cultural narratives that everyone has a story and that these stories matter, there's significance to them. And we're going to talk about some of the narratives that are going on right now, even in our culture and even in our church, you know, the uh, american church at large really so anyway that's a little about myself but dave i know that you can sort of start to tease out this the title title. yeah Yeah, why are why are we called the now not yet it's kind of a an interesting sentence right yeah so we were yes
1: we were like we were thinking we were you know one of our when we meet up at night or whatever we hang at someone's house we're just kind of like trying to figure out an idea for the, you know, the podcast. And we always had this kind of revolving conversation about the kingdom of God and where we are in it and what are we to do and how does, we're trying to make sense of the world around us. And we always kind of kept coming back to this idea of the now, not yet. And what that is, is um, it's an eschatological term that Sheds light on where we're at and what we're to do and what's coming. So it's the kingdom of God. If you were to ask, when is it? It's now, right? But it's not yet. So it's kind of this like paradox of like, well, is it here? Is it now? What are we doing? And it's coming, and we it's it's begun, but we don't see the full effects of it yet. That's good. And and so this is kind of our lens that we're going to take the, the approach into our podcast. Is God's kingdom is coming? There's work to do, and we're g- we're a part of it, right? And
0: just help me out. Eschatological is a big word, but what's that? Just
1: like in short, so it just it's study of the end times, basically, kind of the the book of Revelations and kind of the culmination of God's kingdom and second coming of of Jesus. Okay, cool. But there's yeah.
2: more to it, yeah. right? Technically, eschatology—I mean, ology—study of eschaton is the end times, right? but there's so much more because the end times are tied with the grand meta narrative of God right so it's the big picture the big story and eschatology you're just looking at the how this how the story ends but but you cannot forget about the entire story and you have to understand how the end relates to the rest of the story so eschatology really is the framework You're trying to understand the big picture of God, how it started in the garden of Eden and how it progressed over time. What happened with Christ and his death and his burial and his resurrection and the spirit poured out on, on Pentecost because Paul describes us as the eschatological people. We are the end time man. We are the spirit man. We, this is the end time started with, with Christ with his resurrection. So we have 2000 years of end times. So eschatology really is the study of, of the grace of God through Christ. And so it's not just about what happens literally a year before Christ's return or what ha- what's happening right now. It's what happens. What is happening and what has been happening in the grand story in a big picture of God? So it's really it's a framework for how you understand the unfolding and
0: the closing of of God's history. And as far as different views, eschatological views, yeah. there's there's a few different different ones, right? I mean, we're not going to like expound on them here, you know, today, yeah. but as there's far- yeah.
2: So there's premillennialism. There's amillennialism, there's postmillennialism, and we're not going to talk about that right now, but just re- really quick, millennialism is the idea of the thousand year reign of Christ from Revelation 21, and the word pre, ah, or post is in reference to the return of Christ in relation to the millennial kingdom. So right. premillennialism means that his return will happen before The thousand year reign post millennialism means that his return will happen after the thousand year reign and amillennialism simply means that his kingdom is reigning. He's reigning right now here and not yet. Right. Correct. And premillennialism can be further subdivided into what's called historic premillennialism and a completely new and novel concept called dispensational premillennialism, which is the popular worldview, even in American evangelical Christianity, which is, which came into the scene, came onto the scene in the 1830s and forties from England by a guy named John Nelson Darby, which was not the biblical worldview for thousands of years. This is like a new concept, but this is the, this is the idea, like the left behind series. And this is not a biblical concept, but it has snuck into our churches over the last 200 years. And then this premillennialism can be further subdivided into three broad categories of when will the rapture happen? Is it is it pre-tribulational, mid-tribulation or or post-tribulational? But it's all within, you know, dispensational premillennialism. So most most people believe that uh, most people in America, I think today, evangelical Christianity are pre-trib dispensational premillennialists. Got it. Okay, yeah. so, so that, though, these are all fancy terms. Which, by the right, way, exactly. we will talk we, about. We will talk
0: about this in depth. Uh, yeah. Another term that you hear a lot these days is this term deconstructionist, and I know it's sort of coming up in the church more and more. Dave, can you tell us a little bit more about yeah. deconstruction and, like, we sort of self-proclaim here on this podcast? to deconstruct and reconstruct but tell us a little bit about deconstruction
1: and what that yeah, is so deconstruction it's it's a philosophical term and the whole purpose is critical analysis is to break down ideas break down you just take this critical skeptic mind and you just apply it to anything that's inside you apply it to Christianity and break it down to, and you could just keep going down the list. You'll break down different Christian thoughts. You can break down the the idea of Christianity. You break down the idea of Jesus. Did he die? Did, and you just question, you just keep going down this rabbit hole of ripping everything apart and there's no like grounding your feet in something. You just keep falling down and falling down. Like C.S. Lewis talks about it in, I think it was the first chapter of Mere Christianity where the purpose of looking through a window is to see the garden on the other side. It's if, but if you keep looking through the window and you keep seeing through things, you'll be everything will be transparent and you'll be blind. You won't see anything. That's so that's the whole and, th- and that's the the purpose that we decided to take on as reconstructing is that we just will will deconstruct, will break down secular worldviews, ideas, things that's crept into the church, as you talked about with dispensationalism. And we'll rebuild it according to the Bible. And that will that will be our grounding framework. Right. Did you want to add anything to that? Well, deconstructionism
2: as as pretty much is endless skepticism. Endless skepticism. Endless skepticism. You're always you're always questioning everything. Right.
0: Now with the purpose of reconstructing No.
2: No, there's no reconstruction and deconstruction. The whole purpose is just to deconstruct everything and deconstruct reality and then deconstruct deconstruction itself. I mean, it has no end point. There's no go- there's no end point. It's it's you just you're questioning everything.
1: Yeah, and this is like it's like it's crept into the church and it's been a poison because it's enticing because you basically you take a sledgehammer to this institution of Christianity and you just start swinging away at everything. And it feels good to tear things down. Like I did construction for a few years of my life. And sometimes, you know, like there's, there's therapy. (laughs) Yeah. There's a therapy in like ripping something apart and breaking glass. There's like, there's, I don't know whether it's a TV show or like there's, I feel like there's like a therapy room where you just break stuff. Don't to they like. they
0: have a room like the, yeah. uh, the, not the Phillies, the hockey team, I'm sorry, the Flyers. The Flyers, yeah, yeah, yeah. the like Gritty,
1: yeah, they have like a... Where you yeah, just, well, you you're break. not a sports... <laughs> guy. <I> know, right? <laughs> hey, I'm not from here, I'm new. But yeah, and so it's like, it feels good to tear things apart, but it like you know when you do construction it's it's easy to just rip everything apart tear down a house a shed a garage but then when you build something up it's fine tuning you have to have precision you have to know what you're talking about you have to have direction and and a foundation and some knowledge and some something to build That's off such of such
0: a good point dave deconstructionism is almost almost lazy right yeah. i mean unless you have the intention of going, okay, I tore that down because the foundation was weak or it was wobbly or unstable. I, I, you know, when you said that, when you gave a physical example, I, I kind of like was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that has a lot more weight because it's like, yeah, anybody can tear something down, but then to rebuild is, that's where the real work is at. So yeah. uh, that just, I feel yeah. like that challenges me, uh, just personally, as we're going to be talking about some of these topics to not go, well, I'm going to tear this thing
1: down and then, you know, not try and, and build it always has this up. Like, spiteful undertone of like, I just want to like do some damage and just leave it at that, you know? Right. And but I mean, it's
2: not even practical.
1: Yeah. No, right. It's not
2: it, because y- y- you live you walk you you love people you hate people you're in in, in relationship in, in relationships you're in community you go to work you pay your bills so you have to somehow live according to some worldview right and if you ask somebody hey do you do you think Christianity is true no for for x y and z reasons and then I'll ask them well what do you believe in and somehow you have to consciously you have to consciously tell me what is your worldview so you are technically reconstructing but people don't think about that they just don't know thing is
1: a lot of times when you ask people this question is that when they start consciously thinking about it they start creeping in christian worldviews and ideas and they don't even know about it (laughs) yeah (laughs) they can
2: they can deconstruct but then you have to actually reconstruct and you have to tell me well what worldview i mean what reality what is reality like then if it's not if you don't think it's it's this worldview, well, what is the worldview that we should live by? Go ahead and tell me what's point A, what's point B, what's point C, what are the ethics? How do we know whether your views are justified? Go ahead. What is your worldview?
0: Most people cannot recreate that argument. Right. And we're also going to be talking about that as far as worldview is concerned. I know that we're all in the process of reading up on you know just Western philosophy and theology right and but I think that the idea and you said it earlier Janati that we're all philosophers yeah Yeah. whether we realize it or not and don't be scared by that term by the way it's not it's not just a secular term Uh, John frame talks about that we're Christian philosophers we're still understanding how to think and how to argue Through the framework of the gospel. So don't for anybody that's listening, don't think that this is, you know, philosophy without any sort of biblical basis or foundation, because here on the podcast, we're only going to be speaking from a biblical standpoint with a gospel centered worldview, to be clear. But then there are like ideas within Philosophy and you were talking about them like those terms there was three in particular yeah. that were gonna be so philosophy is just uh, is just a worldview you have a philosophical way of living right so you have a
2: worldview how you understand reality so the three so philosophy can be subdivided into three big categories so metaphysics epistemology and uh value theory or ethics so metaphysics is just a big fancy term for reality right so what constitutes reality? Why is there something rather there rather than nothing? Why are things the way they are right now? What is reality? So that's really the big question of metaphysics, all right? And uh so it's it goes beyond physics, just beyond the material things like what's out there in the universe. Is there God? Are is there no god? Is there one God? Are there multiple gods? Is the universe one? Is the universe a plurality? So who are we pretty much that's the question and then this, uh, the the other aspect is epistemology and epistemology is pretty much uh, uh how do we know this reality so if your reality is if we believe that god is uh the creator and we are his creation and um, man is made in his image how do we know that how do we come to know that reality and how do we justify our claims of that reality so that's the study of epistemology, and then the other portion is ethics. So now that you have a re- uh, understanding of what reality is, and you can justify that, even subconsciously, maybe you can't you can't explain it, but in your mind you have an understanding of how you justify that reality, and now you have to live life, or you have to apply that metaphysical epistemological epistemological worldview you have to apply it to everyday life right you have to go out there and and live your life so so that is the question of 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 ethics how do you live according to that worldview right and we all do it subconsciously every single day of our lives
0: exactly and we want to strive to help the listener kind of live in that tension and we want to equip you with these tools so that you can navigate your faith and the culture, things that are, and there's a lot that's going to be challenging both of those. I mean, really your faith, a lot of the culture is going to be challenging your faith, especially in the times that we're living.
1: Yeah. I think, I think this last year was like, it's, it was like, it was like a spiritual and emotional ride for a lot of people. And even for us, like this is kind of was, it was like a push and we saw the reality of things um what's going on in the world. And we like some people's face, faith was completely shaken. Some people just got even more grounded and they just like doubled down and they're like, that's it. And they just went all in. And so I think for us with this podcast, we we definitely want to be able to tackle what's going on right now. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that culture bit is incredibly important. And we know that you know, I don't want to ask what is culture I mean culture is it's everything it's everything I mean in so many words and we're going to talk more about culture it's things that are going on I mean there's you know subcategories of culture pop culture and you know the gamut so anyway we're going to dip our toe in a lot of different topics on this podcast but I think as far as this evening goes well it's evening for us yeah but i think that kind of sums up who we are why we're here what we want to do and that we want to go on this journey with you and it's going to be one of discovery for us too because we don't come on here and pretend to know everything we are students of the bible students of life and lifelong learners. I mean, I think it's fair to say that we're all three of us. Part of what kind of like unites us is at work. We, we like to know things we like to know and understand the way things work. Why people think the things that they do literally what you just mentioned as far as like epistemology and metaphysics, uh, metaphysics, no got it. metaphysics. Yeah. yeah. Metaphysics. Yeah. Excuse me. They're big terms, it's, it's big yeah. terms, yeah. you know? So anyway, But anyway, thank you so much for those of you that have tuned in. We look forward to meeting with you again on our next episode of The Now, Not Yet.